Hello and welcome to the Down the Roads podcast. I'm with I'm with Noah. I'm TJ. I'm with Noah. Noah, how how are you, man? What have you been up to? Dude, I've been good. Uh, I've been busier throughout the week, but you know, on the weekend, uh, I've been just chilling, doing the th- same uh, the same thing I usually do. But uh, sports, pretty much just sports on the weekends. What What's the same thing you usually do on the weekends? Just literally chill back, don't got to work, and so I just sit there and watch sports all day, pretty much, and just watch South Park. Yeah, South Noah's Noah's on a South Park kick, and uh, I'm excited for him because South Park is hilarious. What's season? I'm on season. Uh, I'm on season 19 right now, but yeah, this is like one of the, the most shows I've ever laughed at, like out loud. So it's hilarious. It's it's crazy how far the show goes, and like you're still laughing this far in. I know. All right, so all right, so it's, <laughs> I could talk about South Park a whole episode. Maybe one day we'll do that for an after yeah. hours, we'll resurrect after hours. But anyway. Um, we're going to talk about free agency. So there's obviously been a lot of big signings and uh, trades. So we're just going to start with that right away. And then we're going to talk a little bit about UFC a little bit into it. And then uh, that'll be the show. It's going to be a pretty short one, but it's going to be a pretty fun one. So I uh, hope you stay with us. Um, the biggest thing that happened in the, the football world, and it happened like last week, so we're a little bit late to it, but Devontae Adams got traded to uh, the Las Vegas Raiders for a couple first round picks and uh yeah and and I, I said this on the last podcast or maybe a couple podcasts ago they the Packers kind of screwed themselves everybody knows this kind of screwed themselves when they signed Aaron Rodgers to that big of a contract and Devontae Adams saw uh other receivers sign for big contracts and he decided he wanted a big contract he didn't want to sign on the franchise tag uh and we see it he gets traded to the uh the Raiders he gets a big contract he's going to be the highest paid uh wide receiver ever and i think the fifth highest paid player in the league so no what do you think about that does that make the raiders a better team do you think they'll still make the playoffs stuff like that oh 100 i think we've mentioned it multiple times that that division is going to be the i think the best in the league broncos raiders chargers and chiefs is going to be a dominant uh anyone who plays that division needs to be scared and that could be up for grabs for first place for any of them the chiefs uh getting juju smith schuster Devontae adams going to raiders so many just uh, the receivers are stacked. The quarterbacks are stacked. It's such a, the defenses are getting better. Uh, but I really think for Green Bay, uh, per se, I bet this was their year with Rodgers and Adams. I knew that I don't think they're going to keep both of them with the way their season went, and especially $200 million of Rodgers. And I bet Rodgers might have even, uh, if it wasn't for the money, maybe if Adams would have left sooner, maybe that would have swayed Rodgers' decision. I don't know if Rodgers knew he wasn't going to have him or not, but I think it was definitely more of a money thing, getting older in his career and doing the $200 million for money. But Adams, man, he's going to be a great addition to Raiders. Uh, yeah, he's getting paid more than a lot of quarterbacks, which is crazy, but um, good to see other positions rising to the to the top just with quarterback as well. Um, but, yeah, Devontae Adams is going to make that team even better than what they were. Well, yeah, a couple things to that. So with Rodgers, I really honestly think, like, he he's already earned, like, I think he's probably one of the – like the third highest paid quarterback of all time, I think. And so it's like, is, is it really that important that you get paid that big of a contract and you handicap your team again? Like you're, you're in your late thirties, you should be wanting to go out there and win a Super Bowl. And, and he kind of handicapped his team. And I'm honestly surprised the Packers got Rodgers. I thought they were going to lose Rodgers and Adams. Same. Um, yeah, and we were both on that same page. So it's interesting that they got Rodgers, but they lose Adams. Yeah. Um, but in terms of that division, who do you think is the, the best and worst team in that division? Me personally, I still think that the Broncos are the worst team in that division. And I think the Chiefs are still probably the best team. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you. 
I think Chiefs are the, still the best team. But I think that the, the only switch in the division, I think Raiders go are from uh, – I know last year they ended ahead of the Chargers, but I think – I still feel like Chargers are the better team. But I think that this year it's going to be more Raiders, like, dominant second and the Chargers, like, third. I think Raiders just have, have picked up some more key pieces, especially Derek Carr getting help around him. That's going to be huge, and that's going to be the difference in the division. But I think Broncos will take a couple of years if they're going to jump up to winning the division, at least with some experience with Russell Wilson there. Yeah, I, I, well, and the only reason I even ask that is just because I see so many people talking about, like, uh, the Raiders are the worst team in that division. They're so bad. They need to tank. It's like they literally made the playoffs last year. They have a really good quarterback, and Devontae Adams and uh, Derek Carr played college football together, and they were dominant. So they, yeah. they automatically have a connection. They haven't played together in the last seven, eight years or whatever it's been, but they're, they're going to have that connection. It's not going to go away. And yeah. so I, I think that alone makes them, I, in my opinion, I think they're the second best team in that division. I think I, I think we're both agreeing on that. Um, but I, I think even last year, they were still the second best team in that division. Everybody's given so much credit to the Chargers, and I just, I got to see them actually prove it. They've had Justin Herbert for two years now. He's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but it, it's 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 giving me Philip Rivers vibes. Yeah, I can see it. Rivers, yeah, my quarterback was my favorite quarterback, and they could never win. Yeah, uh, but I, I also think that uh, yeah, this, this like I, I kind of agree with you. I can see that happening. I'll, the only other thing I would be surprised that in, in this division is is I won't be surprised at the order of where they're at at all, unless like the Chiefs end up fourth. That's the only surprise I'd see because I still think Chiefs are a top one, two team in the division. But like like you said, I won't be surprised if anybody ends up, like if, if Broncos even end up winning, the, I just won't be, this is going to be such like a let's see year of who's going to be the best. And every game that each of those uh, play, if they're healthy, it's going to be like such an exciting game. And probably we're going to see a lot of these division games be like night games, like Thursday, Sunday, Monday night football games. So we'll probably see a lot of these games and I look forward to them. 100%. It's going to be a fun year for that division. Yeah. So definitely something to keep track of. All right. So just a minor signing here, but I wanted to clarify something. So Von Miller gets signed to the Buffalo Bills, which is huge. I, I totally missed it. And I, I really honestly thought he was going to go back to uh, the Broncos. It seemed like he was so torn to get traded away from them. And then they get Russell Wilson. So they're automatically going to be way better, possibly make the playoffs. Because you know three three wild card teams, so that whole division can make it. And he he signed with the Bills. Something the Bills desperately needed was a pass rush, but I did not see it coming at all. Yeah, and this this makes the Bills even more dangerous. Like a lot of good people going, kind of like this is always a good time, an exciting time of the year to see some good shocks and where people going end up. But um, I did not expect Von Miller going anywhere except what you said, except if he went back to Denver. But you know he's going to be a good addition for Buffalo and Buffalo. So. Yeah, I either thought he was going to stay with the Rams if they could make it work or go back to the Broncos. So. Yeah, especially winning the Super Bowl, like coming there and winning it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, maybe he just feels like, you know, he's already proven it. He's won a Super Bowl with both of his teams. Why not try to help one more franchise win or something? True. You never know. Maybe he's got family out in Buffalo, but it's just, it's crazy because it felt like he was so torn. So. He's the secret recipe to win the Super Bowl. You got to have Von Miller there. Yeah, exactly. If you want your franchise to win, dude, I, I was rooting so hard for the Chiefs last, or the Chiefs, the Bills last year when they lost to the Chiefs. And then we did a podcast right after, and I was so butthurt. I was like, I wanted the Chiefs, or God darn it. I wanted the Bills to win. I wanted yeah. the Bills to win. And we had to come right on right after, and I was like ready to cry. So Bills are the, Bills are the team that lost, what is it, three or four Super Bowls in a row? Was it four? I don't, I don't think it was four. Was it four? No. It was like three. I know it was three at least. It might have, I think it might have been four, but Buffalo, that's got to be the most heartbreaking thing. Like, 
Bills need to get a Super Oh, they just need to win a Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Like, they got to get it. Yeah. They have great fans. All right. So, another one. So, Allen Robinson signs with uh, the Rams. So, obviously, the Bears lose Allen Robinson. We knew it was going to happen. But uh, interesting trickle with this one is that they get Robinson, who is now going to play with Matthew Stafford, who also signed a contract extension for four years. Um, and so they get Robinson, who's like a number one, a number two receiver, uh, number two on their team anyway, Cooper Cup number one. And then they trade away uh, Robert Woods to the Titans. So there's a couple different things here. Robert Woods obviously is injured. Um, it makes the Titans better. I don't know if there's uh, anything you want to add on to, to those. Like, Because I think we're going to talk about the Titans in a little bit. So you no, know, Robinson to the Rams, like, you know, that's going to be a good addition for them as well. So um, especially just already winning the Super Bowl and helping out Stafford at the position with more receiver core. With all, he's going to be paired up with Beckham, you know, in Cup next year. So it's going to be a dangerous receiver core. But um, uh, yeah, uh, Tennessee is going to get better as well, as you said. Well, well, the thing with the Odell Beckham Jr., though, is he's still hurt. He hasn't signed yet. So it'd be, oh, yeah, I think with them trading away Woods, though, it tells me they're probably going to sign Odell Beckham. Yeah. And I think he'll be, he'll be ready to go by the time the season starts, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So one that Noah is going to take us off with, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster signs with uh, the Chiefs. You know, at, at first I was hurt because I, I feel like when you, when you hear of a team uh, player leaving, sometimes you're like, wow, he traded his team. Or like I texted you, he betrayed us. But then you, I, I saw reports that like he, him and his mom were trying to really stay hard in Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's number one problem in this in, in the league that I've had a problem with them is they don't want to well, not a big problem for me but they don't want to sign or they don't want to pay people like if you want any high amounts of money you got you pretty much got it. that's what happened with Le'Veon Bell that's what happened with Antonio Brown that's what happened with Juju Smith-Schuster this year they didn't want to pay him the money and he goes to Kansas City and it's like comes to a point where like I know Brown and Bell weren't the best people but like and just imagine like if we actually paid some players and like gave them some good amount of money like we could have some good teams like <clears throat> instead of like but like then there's people like Big Ben who always took pay cuts for other people to be on the team. So it's like, it's a little bit of both. Like you got to be willing to like, pay them, but you don't want to pay them. Like it's like so much money that ridiculous. It's you're hurting other positions. Uh, so I wish Juju would have been able to take a little bit of a pay cut, but most of these people nowadays just want to get paid. So they're going where the best money fits are. So and that's what I kind of think uh, this case was a little bit, but Juju also said he wanted to stay in Pittsburgh, but I'm sad by it just because I, I expected him to be that guy to spend his whole career in Pittsburgh and, uh, you know, he's already going to Kansas City, who's one of our biggest threats in the AFC. So I saw a stat the other day that said, I think my dad read it to me that like to win the AFC North division next year, like the, the I want to say it was the Browns were first that like neg- neg- or 100, negative 150, negative uh, like 250 were tied with the Ravens and Bengals. And we were like plus 1000. So I'm like, we're losing everybody. And like, we're going to, we could very well be at the bottom of the barrel next season in our division. So. And, you know, the thing with uh, Juju signing in, in uh, Kansas City is the fact that uh, in Kansas City is that uh, Royals, not Chiefs, uh, <laughs> is the fact that he's on just like a, a one-year contract. He's going to make a decent amount of money, but it's kind of like a prove-me contract. So he's going to be playing with one of the best quarterbacks in the league, um, and he's going to get a chance <clears throat> to, like, booster up his, his value and sign a long-term contract next year with somebody. He's not going to sign with the Chiefs next year, I don't think. Right. Uh, but he's going to sign somewhere as long as he proves himself uh, to be worth it. And really, honestly, he's, he's going to do better with somebody like Patrick Mahomes over Mitchell Trubisky or Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph. You know, the, the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh is kind of tough right now. So, yeah, <clears throat> I think I think this is ultimately better for Juju because he'll end up getting himself in a better situation. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I agree. And last year, just it, it was unfortunate that he got hurt last year because yep. just he was out for most of the season, broken shoulder or yeah, in his arm. So just it, it, it would just been nice to see him play at his last year, Pittsburgh healthy. But you know, maybe there's a reunion in Pittsburgh after this year if things go good for him. For sure. All right. So the big one, another thing happening in the AFC North. Uh, Noah, I don't know if you want to start with this one as well, but uh, Deshaun Watson gets cleared um, of any allegations. Of course, if if you're getting accused of doing the things that Watson was getting accused of by that many people, there might be something behind it. But at any rate, he gets uh, um, excused and he gets traded to the Browns at the last minute. And uh, so this has got a sting for Noah as well. As long as the guy plays this year, it can make the Browns a lot better of a team. Uh, what do you think about this trade? Yeah, the first thing I think of is it's more of an indicator that they're moving on from Baker Mayfield. I think that it's pretty obvious that they gave him his chances, and I think he's going to be elsewhere at the start of the season uh, next year or this well, end of this year. But I think that Deshaun Watson is going to be a good addition for Cleveland. I think he'll play better than Baker Mayfield, but I don't think he'll be he'll be much better this first year. I think it's going to be around the the same Browns. I think they're going to be overhyped, and I think they're going to come out, and I think they're going to start good, and I think they're going to probably end around nine and seven, or we have an extra game, so nine and eight around that mark this year, uh, maybe, maybe a wild card uh, seventh seed, but I just don't see them winning the division as everyone, every year, I think the last five years has been the Browns are going to win the division at the beginning of the year all the time. And I just don't see that happening, but I do believe the Browns are a team that you give them two, three years and wouldn't build them up. And uh, you get a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, who's healthy and, and build some pieces around him. They will be winning the division soon. So it's only a matter of time, but with the Bengals and Ravens and Steelers, I still honestly see them ending fourth next year, but we'll see. Yeah, there's a couple things. So, um, like you said, it's gonna he's gonna be rusty. Okay, he's taken a year off of football. There's still a chance that he gets suspended, um, and so his first year of the contract, they set it up to where he only gets paid a million dollars. So he won't even get penalized that much. Another thing we're forgetting to mention is the fact that they signed him to two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed for a quarterback who hasn't played in a year. He's gonna be the most guaranteed money. And after this contract is over, he'll be one of the highest paid players in NFL history of all time. And he's not even proven at this point because he's had a year off. He's going to be rusty. He could get suspended for another year, maybe half a year. I don't, I just don't see the value in this. Yeah. And he's going to have to have a big wide receiver help him because the Andre Hopkins was a huge reason why he was as good as he was with his time in Houston with him and with him gone, he hasn't been the same. And of course everything going on with them, but uh, going to Cleveland going to be a new scenery for him. So we'll see how he does, you know, there, but it's going to be like, he's going to be, it's going to be a little bit of rust, I think to start off the season. But um, I do think he'll, he'll, he'll be around the same level as Baker Mayfield was contributing to the team in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then another thing, just really quick, I thought that was kind of funny. So the Browns said like, we want to, we want to have an adult at quarterback. And then they get to Sean Watson. I think that's kind of ironic, but you know, um, yeah. So the another, another trade, another big trade. Uh, it broke yesterday. Um, the Colts wanted a quarterback. Baker Mayfield wanted to go to the Colts, and so the Colts trade for a quarterback named Matt Ryan, not Baker Mayfield. Uh, just a third round pick, so he got him for pretty cheap. And uh, yeah, is Matt Ryan an old man? Uh, but he's an elite quarterback still, I think. Um, how do you how do you feel about that trade? Because we're going to be now just so many years with so many different quarterbacks for the Colts, and it doesn't look like they're still not going to have a guy for the future. And they're going with a, a quarterback that's older and Matt Ryan. 
I really am surprised Matt Ryan's leaving Atlanta, but Atlanta's clearly wanting to be a, you know, more of a contender team and not the same kind of season they've been having. So makes sense. But for Indianapolis point of view, uh, I could see maybe Matt Ryan being like a good backup. Like, I mean, he's still good enough to be a starter. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like, I think for Indianapolis type of style, if they want to win this year, especially with what they had last, last season, like they had a good season last year. They just fumbled it. And last week against Jacksonville, they should have been that team in the playoffs over Pittsburgh, but um, they fumbled against the, the Jaguars. And I just think that Matt Ryan's going to get, get them right where they were last year, instead of improving uh, the Colts to being like a really like moving forward down in the playoffs with Jonathan, you know, Jonathan at running back. So I feel like they had so much potential and now they're kind of at the same spot they were. Jonathan Taylor. Who did, Jonathan. who did Carson Wentz get traded to? I can't even remember. You know, uh, I do remember what I was talking about it, but I don't remember who it was. <laughs> okay. Let me look it up really quick. Okay. So uh, Matt Ryan to the Colts, uh, everybody. Okay. So the next thing, um, Noah, I don't know if you want to talk about this really quick. Jameis Winston signs a contract to stay in New Orleans, seemingly ending their uh, quest for a quarterback. I, I think he started pretty well last year um, playing for the, the Saints but then he got hurt relatively early. So what do you think about that? That yeah. sign? Week one, everyone was talking about Green Bay and they routed Green Bay. That, that was the game they, like, week one, I remember them blowing out Green Bay and that I'm just being like so shocked like how they did it. Uh, but Jamie's Winston's proved himself at the beginning of the season. So to me, it just makes sense that he's uh, there's giving him another shot before he got injured. Uh, he has definitely has a good potential chance of, of winning, uh, getting that team to the playoffs. I think it's a wild card. Um, they uh, were right there at the end of the year last year, but um I don't know about a Super Bowl team, but I definitely think playoffs easy. I, I agree. You know, I agree. Uh, he got traded to the Commanders. Oh, yeah, that's right. No wonder we didn't. They got a new name. It's hard to think yeah, of. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like, the only reason we couldn't remember is because they're so unforgettable. They're that new <laughs> of a name. So, but yeah, he got traded to the Commanders. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some quarterbacks where they might end up. I think the Commanders could be on the list as well because Wentz, I don't know if he's uh, the answer for the commanders even so yeah all right so one last uh signing uh Mariota went from the the Raiders as a backup a guy who would only do trick plays on third down to uh the Falcons quarterback they signed him to a couple year contract uh Noah do you have any opinions on this uh, I just I actually just found out about this one from you you know right as like right through the podcast so I'm just kind of hearing this but you know, with Matt Ryan leaving, uh, not, not a bad pickup. Uh, maybe maybe they might pick up another quarterback and have him compete for the starting job or get some of the drafts. But Mariota would definitely be a good backup or uh, a decent starter. You know, let him see how he does. Because he had potential in Tennessee. I mean, he wasn't terrible. But, he, you know, as a lot of these guys, it's so hard. But some of these teams that are already stacked and gonna, you know we're going to be there, it's so hard to look at them as Super Bowl contenders. But there's always usually at least one or two shot teams a year. Um, so maybe it's Mariota and Atlanta just have that connection. But we'll see. You know, he's the only guy, he's the only guy, Noah, to throw the football, catch it, and score a touchdown in the play. Oh, my, that was crazy. I remember that play. <laughs> that was one of my favorite plays, like, when I watched it. <laughs> All right, so um, last thing uh, for football talk for today, I want to ask you, um, there's two quarterbacks that I think could still be traded, um, Baker Mayfield, we already talked about him a little bit, um, and then Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh is there any team that you think – let's start with Baker Mayfield first. Yeah. Where do you think Baker Mayfield is going to end up? Because it's clearly not going to be Cleveland. In my opinion, I think he's going to go to Carolina. If I had to pick out of all the teams I'm looking at, uh, I just think Carolina, you know, you're trying to bring Cam Newton in last year. And I just think that, uh, you know, they don't have really the kind of – I just think – I feel like Baker Mayfield – I don't know if he'll come in there and I'm not saying he's going to be great in Carolina, but I just feel like 
Atlanta picking up Mariota, getting a new quarterback, you know, Tom Brady coming back to Tampa Bay. Like I, I think they want to have at least a name quarterback that they know that can, that, that can at least have potential. And I think Baker Mayfield in Carolina would be better than Cam Newton or anybody other option they have right now. And you don't, maybe they don't want to take a risk in the drafts. Uh, so maybe they want to sign somebody quick. And I just think Carolina is the next team on the chopping block to get a quarterback. Yeah. So really quick. So the teams I wrote down are teams that I, I think would need a quarterback or maybe are looking for a quarterback still. Commanders potentially, maybe somebody to back up wins. Uh, the Panthers, as Noah said, uh, the Seahawks, the Texans, the Giants, the Steelers potentially still, and the Titans also potentially, depending on if they want to move on from Ryan Tannehill. And uh, Noah, I, I do tend to agree with you. I think Baker, I, I think any quarterback could work well as long as they can just come in and just be simple in Carolina because yes. you got a workhorse in Christian McCaffrey. You don't want to overwork him because he's he's shown that if you overwork him, he's going to get hurt. But he's that guy where if he can get 20 touches a game and be dominant. So mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield just needs to come in there and minimize his mistakes, which he has been struggling with. He can minimize his mistakes, make a couple throws when he needs to, and hand the ball off to Christian McCaffrey. He could be successful down there. I think that's a good pick to where he should end up. I don't know if that's where he's going to end up, but uh, I think that's a good pick. Yeah. All right, so uh, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? Where do you think he might end up? In my opinion, I think he best fits with Seattle, but I think he's going to go to Tennessee or Houston, an AFC team, just because I don't think Niners want to keep him on the end of the division with Seattle. But I think his best fit would be Seattle. But Houston or Tennessee, I think he's more likely ended up in, I think, AFC team. Yeah, it'd be nice to go to Seattle, but yeah, he's never going to get traded to Seattle. So actually, you know what I really think is going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think he's going to get traded at all. I think he's going to stay with uh, the 49ers. I think they've probably tried to trade him and found out he had no uh, value or at least value that they wanted. I think he's going to stay in the, in uh, San Francisco. Trey Lance is 22, maybe 23. Now I think they're going to give him another year on the bench, the bench. Yeah. They're taking a big chance if they just go get rid of Jimmy Jean, put all their eggs in one basket with uh, Lance. So um, I think that's a good option to keep them, but I just feel like as far as they've come, and they're both on green terms of trying to trade. I, I definitely could see either one happening, but <clears throat> I just feel like he's going to, if he does get traded, I would say an AFC team. If not, if, if no AFC team is interested or has like the right deal, I think he stays in San Francisco as well. I, I think so too. I think that what, that's what makes the most sense just because again, like Trey Lance maybe needs one more year. He's younger <clears throat> than uh, the other guys in that draft last year. So Justin Fields and uh, Trevor Lawrence were 23 and Lance was 22. <clears throat> So I, I just yeah. think one more year and he'll be. One more. I agree. I agree. All right. So yeah. Do you want to talk? To, tell me a little bit about the UFC fight card from last weekend. Uh, UFC London took place last week. And in my opinion, I told TJ this before the podcast, this was one of the best fight nights I've ever seen in my life. It was better than most pay-per-views. And Dana White said after the, after the fights that they would definitely be coming back to London. They had so much potential fighters that, that came in. I think they went 4-0, 5-0 no, from people from Europe and, and stuff. So that was pretty crazy. All the fighters showed up. And it was just a lot of good fights, man. Like a lot of hype in Molly McMahon, the female fighter with a spinning elbow knockout. Uh, a lot of hype from Patty Pimblett getting the first round finish after, you know, starting off kind of shaky, getting a failed takedown and getting hit. Uh, you know, big fight for the main event as well for Tom Aspinall beating Alexander Volkov. Just a lot of good fights, man. And uh, everything that happened with the rivalry going on between Topiria and Pamlet, both winning their fights. And now they got some rivalry going on. Gunnar Nelson returning and winning. Just a lot of good fights, man. And some of the most crazy finishes 
uh, like Paul Craig with a like a triangle, flying triangle in midair, like getting down on the ground, getting a quick triangle. Uh, some crazy fights going on, man. And like I told TJ, like this is the like I wish he could have been able to see it because uh, they were some good fights. Yeah, Pat. What, what's Patty's nickname? Isn't it like Patty the Batty? Patty the Batty. He's like, he's like <laughs> they're saying he's going to be just as big as Conor McGregor. He's got a lot of height to back him up. Oh God, yeah. I, he's so goofy to listen to. Like he's funny, bro. <laughs> He's, he's hilarious. Want to be Conor McGregor, but from like the UK instead of uh, Ireland. Yeah, and they're definitely like <laughs> the exact same people, just different countries, pretty much. Yeah, yeah but... exactly. But he did seem a little bit more humble. I did watch his uh, his post interview. Yeah. He was like, you know, that, that wasn't the fight. I wasn't. He did clock me, but I want to get hit before yeah. I can do well. Um, and I don't want to. I don't want to like say too much before. I don't want to jinx him or anything. But I feel like he's Conor McGregor. If Conor McGregor was more nicer, like like more of like just like a goofy kind of guy instead of like. Like, like taking himself too serious. And I think Pamela thinks he's good, but I think he also knows, like, um, I just think he takes himself as serious as McGregor does or, or did, you know, up there. But McGregor also helped McGregor out a lot with his confidence, too. So um, I think Pamela lacks a little bit less confidence than McGregor did as well. Well, him and the dude that, that he fought, didn't they, like, get in a fight right before? Oh, no, that, that was to Ali, Aliyah Topiria. They, like, in the lobby because he said something about his hometown. And he ever seen end, end up apologizing for it. But, yeah, he pulled, he pulled in with his team on them in, like, a – and like the lunchroom or something and threw his eggs or something in like the lobby and they couldn't even like threw a hand sanitizer bottle off his head and ever since they've been calling him hand sanitizer boy so it's just it's just like a <laughs> funny rivalry Pimbo's definitely a guy to get some people more fans than you have seen it's it's all next next time he fights man it's going to be even bigger than you know what it was now what about the guy you said was your uh new favorite fighter besides uh Corey Sanhagen oh yeah this week uh this UFC Columbus, Ohio this week, my favorite fighter. I've, I liked him for a while now, uh, Askar Skarov. I think he's been getting disrespected um, because no one talks about him and he hasn't got a title shot yet. He missed weight in one of his last fights, but, uh, you know, he's still 14-0-1. And it's it's very unlikely to be undefeated in the UFC or uh, undefeated in your career. So I definitely think that um, if he comes out here this week and he's fighting Kai Carr France, who's coming off a knockout win over Cody Garbrandt, if he comes out this week and he beats him, impressively there's no denying he gets a title shot next but just today they announced that Davison Figueroa is going to be fighting Brandon Marino for a fourth time this is the first time a fight has happened four times in a row they're one one and one each time they've each won one they had a draw and I'm just like oh my how much longer does my boy have to wait but he has to take care of business this week first and I think he does get the job done good stuff all right no well unless you want to uh preview anything else on that fight card I think that was it for us today yeah just Curtis Blades and uh and uh, he's fighting uh, Chris Dawkins, both last loss to Derek Lewis. Uh, that's going to be a pretty good fight, too. I think uh, Blades gets the job done. There's more experience. But other than that, man, just going to be another underrated car to look forward to. All right. That's going to show. Be sure to check out uh, Noah's channel where he's uh, trying to post videos daily. Yesterday, Bye. he posted uh, March Madness Sweet 16 predictions. So uh, be sure to check that out. And, Appreciate uh, that. that. Yeah, that's been the show. Thanks so much for watching, guys, and peace out. Peace.